the third match you guys had me watch was um there was one person who I knew in this mm-hmm. for sure. Of course. Which was Maki Ito. My wife. <laughs> I was going to say friend of the show. I was going to say Maverick voice my wife. I like that it's not even Borat voice. It's Maverick voice my wife. Oh, my God. Moai. I can't believe. I think that was the first my wife in this show's history, which is kind of fucking crazy. Hell yeah. (laughs) Let me start that over. Also, we're making work because that's the stinger, like, for sure. Jesus. I can't believe you just went out that. Vlad, you were waiting the whole fucking show to say that. Hello and welcome to WrestleSplania, the podcast where I, a uh, new wrestling fan, Rachel Millman, explore the wacky, wonderful world of professional wrestling with a bunch of my friends. Yay. I have two friends here today. Are you sure? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> okay, I have one person on mic here who has threatened our friendship. And I also have my friend, an, a maybe... Maybe they're a friend. I don't know. I don't know anything about anything now. Just really shaking my my foundations. Maverick is here. Hello. Kirby is here. Hello. Kirby's currently on the nice list, and Maverick is not on the nice. Are you sure? He says. I'm not doing a brother check-in with you. <laughs> don't worry. I already did it, so it's already set in. Oh my lord. <laughs> We are here today to not only shit post with our mouths, um, <laughs> but we are here to, t- to talk about uh, TJPW, mm-hmm. and you guys are going to tell me about that. For the listeners listening, that's I'm doing great. You already really fucked me up with that. I'm so mad at you. Do you? I'm keeping you on your toes. This is the new season of Russell Splendid. You got to keep up. Oh, boy. Old fart. Oh, my God. You're being so mean. Welcome to Neo Maverick Goon. (laughs) And for people that may not understand what the hell I'm talking about, let's dive right into it. So (laughs) that was a great transition. We'll give him that. Uh, as we put him in a corner, and is because because he's punished because he's a child. I'm in straight baby jail. <laughs> and you're in, okay. I know you're doing like straight up baby jail, but I'm imagining just being like, uh, you're in straight baby jail, yeah, and you are in baby gay jail. baby jail. Yeah. <laughs> no, Man, I'm not those gonna. Jokes were a lot funnier last year, the year before, right? <laughs> yeah, back when I was 12. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. Maverick is in baby jail. We are talking about <laughs> yes. DJPW. Kirby, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. I'm really excited uh, that y'all asked me to talk about this with you and Mav because yeah. this is the promotion that I've been very quietly trying to get my friends into watching for some time. So I'm glad to have like an official pitch all in one place so I don't have to just like very loudly live tweet on uh yeah i'm really excited to be talking about toshio josie Pro- toshio jokey <laughs> wow i tokyo for- josie Prudes. it's late oh, and wow, i'm old one it. semester of japanese back in my freshman year of college 
Oh, you fancy. Ooh, Not all of us could study extra languages. College. I mean, I'm literally wearing my college hoodie right now. <laughs> Look at this guy over here. Oh all right. Gosh. Oh, okay. Oh, right. Anyway, we're talking about Toshio Joki Pro. Jo- Tokyo Joshi, Joshi Pro, Pro really. Wrestling. <laughs> Well, this is yeah. what I get for scheduling a last minute recording after 10 o'clock with two people in their 30s. We're really killing it. Anyway, you guys wanted to tell me about Tokyo jo- Joshi Pro. What is Tokyo Joshi Pro rooted in DDT, correct? Correct. So to start off, uh, TJPW started around 2012 as a part of DDT. Mm-hmm. It started off more as having their own roster of Joshi wrestlers that they wanted to train up uh there is some joshi involvement in the beginning and then things work around it's one of the difficulties with talking about the past any anything past 2016 is that a lot of the information is more so rooted in i would say more so japanese familiarity okay. and that even trying to just like look at the wikipedia page for it, it gives you a brief rundown of what goes on but a lot of it is kind of just like there were some folks involved some left but for the most part, the promotion itself didn't become its own separate entity until 2015. Okay. And a lot of the uh, a lot of it takes an inspiration from the current idol scene, and that they even started off with all of their uh, workers having the same uh, idol standard of no alcohol, no smoking, and no boyfriends. That thankfully was lifted last year. So, so- Maki Ito. <laughs> God. Hello. <laughs> Thank you for leaning Good directly Lord. into the mic. <laughs> Hello, Maki Ito. I heard you're allowed to have a boyfriend. <laughs> Would you like one? Oh my lord! I showed you my cutest in the world. Please respond. Oh, no. oh God! <laughs> Horrible. Awful. So now that we know that Maverick gets Maki Ito out of Tokyo Joshi Pro, what do you get out of Tokyo Joshi Pro? Um. I do kind of like the um, similarities to the idol setup. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say, obviously, Joshi Pro Wrestling is in the name. Um, but for comparison's sake, I actually listened to a couple of the previous episodes y'all did with Hunk Tears about a decidedly different brand of Joshi Wrestling. Okay. So Joshi just means like women's. That's yeah. pretty much the only commonality because this is a lot. I love whenever American uh, promotions have like Japanese women and there's like Joshi women's wrestling and it's just like, all right, women's women's wrestling. <laughs> I first heard Joshi as part of a compound word because I came from that part of Twitter. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You know, we all had our own way. Um, But yeah, so this is, I like the tone. It's a lot lighter because I know that some things that can turn people off from other, um, you know, more prominent uh, brands of wrestling can be that it can get, kind of violent, kind of intense, kind of bloody. Um, But this is not that. uh, The tone's a lot quieter. There's often not that much commentary. The crowd is Mm -hmm. not dead, but more chill. There's more like gaps in the action uh, as far as the audience is concerned. Um, But yeah, it's a lot just... It's fun. It's cute. And I don't mean that in a, you know, belittling way at all. It's just, it's a fun time. It's, it was definitely the vibe I got from the stuff you two set up for me to watch, which thank you, by the way. And that will be on our Patreon and blah, blah, blah. Um, But the vibe I got from it was like, 
you know, I don't know if you guys are familiar with the lore of Yard Kid on this show. When Kath and I decided that the Undisputed Era were Yard Kids. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's it's like a less, like, you might push someone into down a hill vibe of like, these are kids dicking around. And I think that's what you mean by cute, right? Like, yeah, it's absolutely. I mean, they're obviously they're adult women. But like, I get this vibe of like, we're just dicking around and having fun. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that's what I really enjoyed about it. It's very, you know, it gets more into the play acting aspect of wrestling. I mean, they do take it seriously. When obviously. They do it. Yeah. Um, but it's more. You know, I kind of with some of the fights, you get the vibe of like a magical girl anime, kind of the way the villains are set up. And the oh, yeah, the big the the first one you guys had me watch, which yeah, the first thing you guys had me watch was uh, Cat's Bye versus Yellow Salmon Dragon. And it was like definitely Cat, I Cat's Bye was sort of like the girls who had already kissed in middle school versus like the people in band. Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. That's a very apt description. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was absolutely like girls who went to the roller rink and girls who went to band camp. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was that match. And I thought it was delightful. And I really enjoyed all of it. Yeah, I found out that the name of their group. Um, Cat's Eye? Yeah, it's based on, it's a play on Cat's Eye, which was um, a manga and anime about from the 80s and 90s, it was about three sisters who were art thieves, like Ooh. secret ones. So, so you get sexy. this kind of, yeah, okay. this very like sexy, you know, bad girl, but like a sophisticated bad girl. And then instead of I, uh, it's pie as in opai, it's a boob joke. So <laughs> that's the vibe they're going for. And, and I appreciate this. And they, but it's, that they, they could go so much hornier with that vibe and they don't. No, so I think that's yeah. interesting. It's mm-hmm. a very nuanced take. I mean, for those that are wondering like, oh, well, what's Cat's Pie? Um, there, we're going to include it in the Patreon, but there is, even if you just Google THABW roster, you will find a uh, WordPress article that lists the entire roster down. And so if you're following along fo- at home, folks, that is, Cat Spy is a team of uh, Yuki Kamifuku, more commonly known as Kamiyu, Yuna Manase, and Mina Shirakawa. Mo- I'm pretty sure all three of them do have part-time gigs as Gravier models, and so very much there is that idea of we know that we have a sex appeal, we're working with it. And I also can't stress enough that um, we don't incorporate them in the YouTube, or the links that we show because they're YouTube and so they have to cut out the music but Mina Shirakawa's entrance theme is a fucking knockoff of Danza Kaduro. What? Yeah. What? Yeah. That's so fucking good. It's so good and it makes so much sense and it whips so much ass and then <laughs> Kamiyu comes out to Old McDonald. <laughs> she's like a sexy farmer girl she's also from Ohio. That rules. Or like she spent some time in Ohio and then went back to Japan. So like every now and then she can like can just blurt out like very much like English that you would hear on the side of the street. But it's like, don't you fucking touch me, bitch. <laughs> and I have to stress when uh, Mav says it's old McDonald, it's not like some weird like Midi adultified cover. cover. This is something that you'd have on, you know, an MP3 playlist at a preschool. It is old McDonald. That's so <laughs> fucking good. It's so great. And you no, know, she um. She was sort of like the uh, the a little more of the hoss on that trio, right? Or is that that is uh, Manase? Manase, I loved her. Yeah, I thought she was fucking great. Mm-hmm. Like, but they were just they were just fun as like a trio. But Old McDonald is like 
God bless. It's fantastic. God bless. That's so fucking good. And we saw some of them in April at DDT coming to America, right? Yeah. Or at the very least, what we saw in that matchup was uh, Maki Ito and Mio Yamashita. And we're going to see a bit more of Yamashita in uh, some of the other matches that we were able to bring together for this setup. But yeah, like there was at least enough an idea of what you're coming in with. But TGPW definitely has more of that chill vibe when it comes to a lot more of its, I would say, undercard. Okay. And it, like it's once you start watching a few of the live shows, you really get used to just seeing like the roster of about 20 or so folks and you see them in a lot of different combinations. Okay. And so you start to get used to what they're doing. Like um, Rika Tatsumi was a uh, part of Yellow Salmon Dragon and she was the one that was in white and was sort of like you can sort get, of like a nurse. Sort of like a nurse. Yeah. Nurse. By the way, I have to salute you for just talking through a car alarm going off outside. I will not be silent. This is probably going to be the last Splania recorded in this apartment, and I'm kind of going to miss all the sirens going off all (laughs) the goddamn time. But I really salute you for just like powering through it while I'm sitting there like, do I stop him? He's on a really good roll. He's being really informative. And this... Fucking going off in the background, and you're just like, yeah. So there's this, and I'm very focused, and I'm doing great, and I'm just like, I don't know how to do this. <laughs> I will not be silenced. You will not be silenced. You're doing great. Um, but yeah. So thank you. <laughs> Sorry, that was destroying my attention span, like completely. But anyway, right. she's sort of in the nurse costume, but like, yeah. she's she's dressed like a sexy nurse, but she just seems like a fucking goofball. Yeah, that's sort of her vibe. She's kind of like as close as we can get to a pure superheroine. Her and Nodoka Tenma, more smaller. The one of the smaller hunks, mm-hmm. smaller, more powerful hunks in the blue and the goggles. Oh, oh, I loved her. Oh my god, she's one of my favorites. She's short and she's thick and she's dressed like Jonathan Joestar. And she had my heart from the moment I saw her. her I'm rooting for her. Uh, Noroka Tenma. Noroka, okay. Yeah, Noroka, I think this gimmick is relatively new. As far as I remember, I never saw her when she wrestled under it. But her prior gimmick, which she retired, was more like a children's show host, kind of like big sister vibe. Ripped her off. Is what you're <laughs> yes. Like okay. Bray played straight. Yeah. Oh. Oh, I love that. So like big comfy couch. Before yes. Your ta- oh, is that yes. before your yes. time? I mean, I probably saw an episode on PBS. Okay, that's syndication. Fair. You know. Yeah, it was in syndication. Actually, I think big comfy couch may have been like before our time, and they just re-ran it. It was my time. It was. It was my time. It, well, no, it was my time. <laughs> oh, it was. We're ba- we're. <laughs> Our time is now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we just figured out that I'm the oldest person on this podcast. So <laughs> who cares? I know. Who cares? It's just fun. I'm excited to pair you and Chris up. Oh my god! And guys, be like, who the fuck am I talking to? <laughs> and then, like, I think another good part about the uh, just to bring it back real quick, yes. of the yellow salmon dragon is the yellow, and that's Raku, which it's a vital part of TJPW that. Kind of goes unnoticed, but it really helps out. So she is a part of another three-girl group called the Up Up Girls. Oh, That are okay. actually a part of, like, they're a syndicate of an actual idol group. But it's like they're the Up Up Girls pro wrestling version. And so literally every live show, after the MC comes through and is like, here's the rundown of events. Here's what mm-hmm. we're going to be going through. They start the show. 
you will be talking about her a little bit later. Um, Miyu Watanabe is sort of like the ringleader. She passively, aggressively is asking people to shout yay with her. Yay. And it's just yay. like, get hyped, get excited. And they just do a whole choreography. Oh, that's awesome. They do a whole choreography at the beginning of the show. It still incorporates sort of like what that idol aspect that they wanted in the beginning. And it's just a really fun way to get people excited. I can yeah. only compare it to like the very long setup of like Sunset Park Lucha shows where you just sit in there for a little bit longer than you want. Kids are playing around in the ring and you're just <laughs> hearing like Mexican ska blast out. Oh, that's great. Oh, man. Yeah. Idle stuff, but Mexican ska. That sounds wonderful. Like the song that they do now. Again, we love blatant ripoffs. This is a blatant ripoff of shots in the middle. Oh yeah, I watched the video and they just straight up do shots. Yeah, like, uh, but it's chops, right? Yeah, it's just oh, that's chops. So that's like Weird Al level good. Like if Weird Al decided to do idol culture and was into wrestling, he would do chops, 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 chops. chops. Everybody chops. We're gonna cut that. (laughs) Yeah, the big thing I got off of this was like girls who got asked out by boys versus band girls. But the match itself was actually pretty fucking good. Yeah, you got a really good sense of their different attitudes uh, with the way they fought. Mm -hmm. I really appreciated uh, that Nodoka, the the tiny powerhouse, immediately starts going after Camille, just like the tallest person in the ring to assert dominance. And Camille was at, was Camille at uh, DDT Coming to America? No, you were thinking of Saki Akai. Okay, and I wasn't. For the listeners, I wasn't being racist. They're just both tall. They are both yes. tall. That, that is extremely <laughs> tall. That was actually a thing that had like kind of come out recently. A match between the or sorry, before I uh, mess up horribly in front of the TJPW stands, it was Kamiyu versus Saki Sama. Totally okay. different from Saki Akai. Okay. Saki has many faces. Okay. It's really cool. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, like there is a similarity in their stature. and Yeah. So. And like I, I was like, but I was like, she looks like kind of different and she doesn't have like the cool hip cutouts. Mm-hmm. Is this an older match? No, I was just wrong. Good to fucking know. <laughs> Saki, but this girl's a better wrestler. She definitely goes in a little bit more. Yeah. It's, de- it's more, I, I would say more so the aggression. Yeah. Yeah. She, there's a lot more like powerhouse and like willing to start shit behind it. Saki-sama prefers to direct the action rather than Listen, really participate. Sh- <laughs> we'll get I've, into that. We've all seen what she looks like. She doesn't have to be good at it. Exactly. It's exactly. <laughs> She's doing more than I would. So. She's, oh no, and the thing is, is that she could probably beat the shit out of me. She's just so slender and tall I, that my brain's immediate reaction, which is probably like a little problematic, is like, what are you going to do to me? What What can you do to me? Like, I'm a size 12, lady. Like, I'm a 10 to a 12, know. depending on the store and the cut of the pants. What, oh, can, yeah. what can you do to me? Probably not much. But anyway, she, who we're talking about here, what's her name again? Camille. Camille. Mm-hmm. She can probably beat the shit out of me. Yeah, she's really, really good. Um, <laughs> she spent some time in Ohio, so she probably knows some shit. Yes. Oh, <laughs> imagine her hanging out with the Street Fight Boys. Oh, hell yeah. That, that real really cowgirl good. shit. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I like the different fighting styles. Um, Roku had a, um, it's called the Good Night Pinfall, where Ooh. they knock their opponent down, and then she literally just like sits on their back and puts her hands together and leans her head like, Okay, nighty night. 
That was a really good move. It was I also super cute. Really like the spot where they mash someone's face into another set of boobs aggressively. Yes. But it wasn't okay. Like obviously, you know, there's going to be people watching it through like a dude lens where they're like being grody. Mm-hmm. But that being done in a sort of like ha ha taunt. Yes. We own our sexuality and you don't. I thought was really really good. And even just like a commentary on like my boobs are bigger than yours. You know, this is the power. Exactly. (laughs) Um, Just that sort of like taunting. But yeah, they definitely um, relied, Cat's Pie, I mean, true to their name, they relied on boob power uh, to get them through. (laughs) At one point it is used as a submission move, so. Yes. Yeah, that's pretty sweet. Oh my gosh. But yeah, no, this is overall just a really fun match um, between a very interesting cast of characters. Yeah, it's very, very enjoyable. I was glad it was the first one because it really was important in terms of establishing the vibe of everything I was about to watch. Mm -hmm. So well curated. Maverick, what's one of your favorite spots in this match? One of my favorite spots I think is definitely... Mina Shirakawa has a very good Romero special. Okay. And she scouts that out every single time where she's like, look, everybody, they're on the ground. This is my chance. And she just sets them up. It's a classic. She goes for it every single time. And I'm just personally a fan of that. Like, I love a good Romero special. (laughs) Okay. Cool. Yeah. In the notes for this, there's a link to all of the performers on the DDT website, right? Yeah. It's not 100% up to date, but it's fairly comprehensive yeah so if you need to know who somebody is you can like match up their outfits mm-hmm. to it right yeah uh, gosh uh, yeah no if you're gonna if you're gonna be sort of diving in with me on this i would recommend doing that because one i didn't and i was very lost for a little while <laughs> but oh by um, the time i watched match two i was good yeah another really great resource for um tjpw and actually all of the ddt brands is uh there's a twitter account called it's DDT uh, Pro. I think it's DDT underscore Pro ENG. And this guy does as much as he can live translations of every show. There's a master thread for each one. He posts the card. It's a really great resource. And so in the document, I, I tried my best to go through and link to those threads. So it's not always like a word for word translation of everything that's said, but it really gives you a good idea of the vibe of yeah. what's going on, a little bit of extra character information. Um, this guy is, uh, it's Hakusan, I believe, uh, is mm-hmm. an absolute saint i would not be half as much into ddt and tokyo uh ddt and tokyo joshi pro uh without having that additional context oh awesome yeah and if hakusan does sound like a familiar name to you if you were there at ddt coming to america or at any point during wrestlecon he was the uh, opening mc for DDT. oh he was the guy saying the english speaking ddt guy he was that guy i was gonna ask if he was that guy yeah he was that guy oh awesome oh wow he's wonderful what a like completely like priceless resource for American DDT fans. I think he was only like semi-officially acknowledged by DDT in like the last half year, if that. So this has been a labor of love oh, for bless him. more or less the whole time. Good it's, for him. It's fans like him that just really keep them warm. So I just I want to do it. A keep shout the out. business in check, brother. Yeah. <laughs> you keep trying to do brother checks i caught that i caught that i'm calling you on it you're cheesing like crazy 
Cats by check-in. All right. Stop it. I'm excited to talk about the next match. Because Thank you for moving us on to the next the, match. The uh, Neo Bishikigun appreciator has logged on. <laughs> uh, I really do love Nodoka, but uh, at the end of the day, my heart belongs to Saki-sama and Misao. So to give you a general impression of what they're like. Okay. Um, uh, they enter as a team to Saki-sama's theme, which is the theme to the anime, The Rose of Versailles, um, which wow. is... Some nerd shit. Yeah, it's a very <laughs> vintage... Um, it's a very... It's about uh, Marie Antoinette and sort of that period of history and some fictionalized characters. Um, you know, th- there's a heavy romance angle. Uh, it's mostly popular for a character that was added uh, point in uh, Lady Oscar, uh, who was raised by her father as a man and acts as a knight. Um, and so she has captured many gay little hearts across the ages um are you including yours i have shamefully not really watched that much of rose of versailles or read it yet but i know through osmosis and i know through like references and stuff that she i'm going to believe me um but you definitely get so oh Saki-sama has this very aristocratic vibe. Uh, She enters, she's got the big swoopy hat. Uh, For special matches, she has a masquerade mask. I assume fake for stole. Um, she's usually carrying a rose. Uh, and so she is the one who is very, very tall. Um, and her outfit is, um, she's got like a two-piece with a big bow at the neck. And it's very, I kind of get like a, a little bit of a Leiji Matsumoto, like a Queen Emeraldus. Or I don't know if that's the name of the character, but yeah, sort of a Leiji Matsumoto vibe. Um, uh, but she has a very elegant, aristocratic, uh, holier than thou. It's the uh, Ojo-sama uh, trope in anime where okay. you have like the rich girl. Okay, got um, it, got and it. And then her partner. Thank you for saying the rich girl because then I understand that it's a Billy Joel song. Yes. <laughs> so, um, again, relatively recently, I think within the past like year or so, um, her associate in Niobishikigun uh, is Misao, mm-hmm. who used to be Hyper Misao, who was, again, sort of a very upbeat, heroic uh, kind of character. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I believe in the fiction uh she was possessed or under some sort of spell uh, from Saki-sama and has transformed into a terrifying uh, soldier on behalf of uh, Saki-sama. And she's got, I love a good pair of epaulets. She's kind of got like a soldier uniform thing. Uh, She has the kind of coattails thing like Private Party does, which I also love. And she enters, uh, she has a big cane uh, with a fake rose on the end. That's so Um, cool. She's so badass. Oh, and also she has like, when she enters, she's got one of those like lower half face masks and just like, she's so scary. And she's... She's the muscle of these two. Um, But it's just a very like gothic opulence vibe. Um, And so they're 
obviously the heels in this match. And then on the other side, uh, we have Rika again uh, from the previous match. In the uh, yellow. The one in the, uh, no, in the white. In the white. Oh, my bad. My it's bad. okay. <laughs> I'm not saying. I'm sorry. No, I mean, You're Rika still... and Roku, you know. Yeah. yeah. Um. So, yeah. And then a new to the roster, I believe this is only her second match after being a trainee, um, is Suzume. And her basic theme is a bee. <laughs> she has like the honeycomb on her top and she's got like the little tool skirt in the back and when this match kicks off she starts going after Sakisama and it is very like aggressive bee-like you know <laughs> and Sakisama is just like staring at her like who's this little like dog just running around yapping at me it's very slow and measured and, like okay, I don't know what you're trying to achieve, but sure. Um, so, yeah, it's a really good uh, balance of a match, and we really get to see Suzume, like, start wrestling. Yeah, really she excited has about it. such immediate heart in this, I noticed right away, because mm -hmm. it's like, I wasn't sure which one was the new one, because I don't know anything about this, mm -hmm. uh, but I was like, oh, this girl's great. She immediately comes in. She's just this little sprite. She's to me. so there's a moment also where uh, Rika's setting up a pair move and you can see uh, Suzume just like so excited, just like pumping her fish. She's like, I get to do this. This Aww. is great. And then she doesn't because uh, new Bishikigun is mean. But the Ugh. moment was there and it was adorable. There's such meaning. <laughs> there's such meaning. Uh, Mav, what about this match really made you want to add it to the thing for me to watch to get start to get to know this and like. What made you say, like, okay, we're going to do this one? So I was looking at it, at least from a practical standpoint, as saying, okay, this is the newest addition to the TJPW roster. We're probably going to see more of her in the upcoming future. At least keep a tab on this individual because, again, the roster is about 20 people. It's very easy to see similar rotations. They just added two more folks into the fold about February of this year okay. and May of this year. And so slow growth you're going to see a bit more progress as that goes on. But on the other side of it, Rika is not a uh, wrestler that I know too much of. I know that she's around, but I really see something in terms of a mid-card every woman. In this setup, she is very much doing her best to be sort of the mentor and the guide. Okay. While also having to work with the fact that in canon, um, Rika and Misa have a bit of history and that they were friendly in the past. And then after this whole spell... And just all overwhelming devotion to Saki-sama. Earlier parts of this transformation was Rika having to be like, oh my god, you're still my friend though. Like, come back from the light. Very, very Kingdom Hearts shit. Aww. Oh, no, that's so heartbreaking of like a friend I lost who I really cared for and tried yeah. to save. Oh, oh no. Haven't we been there before? We've yeah. all been there before. I don't know about Kingdom Hearts shit because I don't. <laughs> Sorry, I don't it's game. Okay. But like, I know you don't game, but here's the thing: at some point, I'm gonna have to make you game about the horrible goose. Yes, about the horrible goose. About I am the goose. Hearts. I am the goose. I am the pig. <laughs> I am not the Kingdom Hearts. I'm sorry. Oh, <laughs> uh, you could though. <laughs> okay, let's get back to. But either way, I understand that really well. Of like, the friend that you lost, and now you feel like just weird bitterness and sadness about it. But thankfully, she's got a job where she can let it out mm -hmm. yeah. at said friend. Ooh, I want her job now. That sounds great. 
That sounds like a great way to commu- communicate those issues. <laughs> you know, it works out. Yeah, it Just works like out. bash him with your ass. Because oh. that's her bitch. She does like a hip thrust. Yeah, no, I noticed that right away because I was like, oh, Taguchi. That's, whenever I see anybody hit anyone with their ass, I go, Taguchi. Um, but I really, I find her, if I only saw a photo of her, I wouldn't know what to like make of her just because with like the gear and stuff. But she's such a like pure presence because you're not sure if it's going to be like well the sex doctor is here but she's just like very there's i don't i don't want to say innocent but i want to go with pure there's something Mm -hmm. very pure about her as a character yeah and i think it's fascinating definitely and i think that's sort of a one part appeal one part can conflict with some people where the gimmicks aren't entirely present in the appearance yeah you're not gonna get sometimes you may not get what a character's deal is just by seeing them in a splash page, but there's at least getting an idea of, ooh, am I interested in this person? Do I like what their character is? I mean, Neo Bishki Goon is definitely just saying, we're bad guys. We are the outright villains of this whole operation. Yeah, they were really fun assholes. Yes. They were just like, cool. Like, I want to be mean with them. They're the rich kids that end up going around with the yard kid shit, and they're kind of just like, they go why to am Bard. I here? Yeah. They go to Bard. I'm sorry for people who don't know New York State. <laughs> art colleges but those those bitches go to bars like for sure i really liked first off there was one point uh where saki sama's on the ground and she made this face and all i have in my notes is you kick me it (laughs) 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 just this very (laughs) you kick her by the football you mother hurts me now we have to link that tweet in the notes oh of course it's a classic if people don't know you kick me at i'm friends with trisha should i get her into wrestling i mean sure okay couldn't hurt good more the merrier (laughs) kind of it's that and posting (laughs) yeah so it's your job my job is posting gerrymandering reform and getting people into wrestling so i guess (laughs) eat hot chip and lie and and eat hot chip and lie that's true (laughs) uh thank you for making sure i included that meme um but no okay i'll issue this as like a hey trisha we're friends i'll just just gonna dm you but for the listeners i'm gonna i'm gonna dm her we're gonna try to get trisha on the show how about that <laughs> great uh, oh, you yes. kicked me at yes oh, oh. what's what's the other half of that tweet like it's like a thousand a hundred jail years. for mother for one thousand years jail for mother for one thousand years but instead of that um <laughs> what saki sama ends up doing <laughs> It's okay. Jail for your, the bee for one thousand years. Your delivery was so perfect. It was like it was like an orator. <laughs> I do try. Jail for mother for one thousand years. I almost lettered in forensic speaking in high school. I gotta carry that forward somewhere. So you, you could letter in that. Yeah, wow. we had a hardcore nerd school. Wow, oh, yeah. I am absolutely the dumb swine of this trio, and I'm so happy to be here. Um. um so yeah, Sagisama, after suffering the indignity of having been wrestled with jail for mother, um, the finisher of this match um, is Sagisama. She has Suzume pinned, just okay. properly pinned for the two count, and then instead of Suzume kicking out, she actually flips Suzume over and pulls her arms around her neck and basically makes her tap out as a sort <gasps> of, we're going to put this new kid in her place and show her a little respect because we're 
fucking Nyobishikigun, and how dare you? So I really thought that was a very good character touch. That's a really, really good... I'm very glad you pointed that out. Thank you. Yeah, because I watched um, all of the, the, the ends to all these twice, because it was like... I barely know what's going on. I have mm-hmm. to get at least some sense of like how people want. And that was so fucking good. It was great. Mav, what were your takes on this? Because you're you guys. I'm not like adding as much analysis to this because like I have two people here <laughs> and your guys takes are sort of the guide to this. Mm-hmm. And so I want to hear what you have to say. Yeah, of course. I mean, the key feature with New Bishkigun is, again, they are the primary heels. You can have people like Catspy that are a bit more playful and could probably be like no we're gonna say fuck you right here right now but they're never really negative even like uh someone as very fuck you worthy as maki ito she's still kind of just like doing her own thing she is not outwardly a heel she's another vessel for people to have that sort of like emotion with Mm -hmm. so at least seeing folks that are very outwardly saying i want to be booed i want to be given this negative energy it's cool to see that and it's also cool to see them just be a powerful force where I feel that what I mean, I don't like to compare Joshi. I don't like to compare women to other women. I don't <laughs> like to compare Joshi promotions. One part in that I don't watch too much stardom or any uh, ice ribbon, anything else like that. I'm still new in that respect. But what you sort of have to trade in from very immediate as Kirby had said prior, hard hitting, quick, fast wow, I felt that concussion kind of Joshi. Yeah. You have to trade that in for more character work. And that's what Niobishikigun really sells is the character work and just being able to say, we are at the top right now and they currently are the tag title champions for the promotion. Mm -hmm. And so they really get over the story of who can stop us, who can dethrone us and bring back Tokyo Joshi Wrestling to its light. Ooh! You know what I just it's thought anime. of? It's really good. This makes me want to watch anime. Hell yeah! Saki Sama is like a shoujo manga MJF. Wow! <laughs> wow! <laughs> I like don't like myself that I like really you know pop for comparisons to like Americanized wrestling, but like at the same time nailed it in one curb thank you great fucking job that was my one huge brain comment for the show this is a large brain <laughs> i can only imagine him I, I only make big brain comments i have <laughs> no normal size brain never tweet that just because i'm imagining yeah i guess i could be a shujo anime fantastic but oh God. i'm not you fucking nerd god god did he did he get he almost got ratioed for the D tweet but maybe god, that's but a I, whole thing what do you expect at 22 i don't get it he's 22 oh god he's baby he, he is, is baby. baby he's definitely baby but uh the D tweet is i love it it's so good that hello meryl's here hello. hi meryl meryl would you like to scream into the mic no 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 she just wanted to scream in the background yeah coward very talented. <laughs> Jail for Meryl for 1,000 years. <laughs> Jail for Meryl. <gasps> Jail for Meryl. So the third and he's got this grin on his face. He's going he's oh gonna to get God. me again. Uh, the third match I watched for this include, included a character that we're all familiar with. Maverick's wife. I'm waiting on him to do it. Mi esposa. <laughs> Ah! 
I can't believe we're the wife podcast now. <laughs> Every podcast is a wife podcast. Welcome to Wifesplania. <laughs> Wifesplania. God. I don't I, I, Do any of us have Well, Maverick has, a, has like a wife, but like, do any of us have wives? I guess Meryl's my wife. That's a good wife. Yeah. It's a terrible wife. <laughs> you fucking kidding me? That wife sucks. Anyway, <laughs> this match has... This is the third time I'm trying to do this. I think fourth. Oh, God. You're right. You're completely correct. Anyway, Sorry. This match had a character that I already knew. So And like, it was sort of, again, well-structured because it's like, I got to know everybody else and I didn't get distracted by being like, oh, there's Maki. I know her. Because Maki Ito is in this match and mm-hmm. she's tagging with Miyu and Mew. Yeah, I differentiated, and they're both wearing pink and white. But one's in light pink and one's light, in yeah. dark pink. Yes. But I saw Miyu, I think. Yeah, yeah. she mm-hmm. wrestled Maki Ito at DDT Coming to That's America. Right. And she was really fucking good. She was and amazing. I really liked her. And I kind of felt bad that, like, Maki is such a presence that, mm-hmm. like, and especially for that crowd at Coming to America, but she was really, really fucking good. But they they were teaming together and res- wrestling um, Hikari, Rika, and Shoko. Yeah. Cool. Um, All right. Do kaiju. we have any other uh, wives in this other than Mavericks? Hmm. Uh, You're know. trying to think of how to say my wife in French right now. I see it. <laughs> happening in your brain no what i was gonna say is that for many folks in the discord at least shoko nakajima is very much a wife okay she is i concur i concur with all of our listeners in the discord she is the littlest kaiju you might have seen her in aew when she did some she had recently had some work in aew and she is quick she knows how to do her work was she at all out perhaps i she was at a recent aew show i'm forgetting which but her whole presence, that is a gimmick where you're mm-hmm. seeing it and you're just like, holy shit. And I do agree with you when it comes to the uh, Maki versus Mew match we saw back in Coming to America. Yeah, I felt kind of bad that... Well, because like you can't have, in terms of performance and audience energy, it's really hot. Ho- well, the one, there's only one Maki, but just in terms of this shorthand... Two Makis in ring is a lot for an audience, and you kind of have to have like a straight man. And she mm-hmm. did great, but like there was clearly so much personality popping out under there, and I got to see it more in this match. And yeah. I thought that was really, really good. She really works well because we have to keep comparing it to anime. Maki is Naruto, as Miyu Yamashita is to Sasuke. We're all flipping the cat off. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> she just has a very cool demeanor. She is very confident in what she does. Literally, her opening entrance is her with her fucking white jacket. That's I... the coolest shit in the world. She comes out when she used to have the belt. She was formerly a princess of princess champion for the company. So sort of like she is very much the TJPW ace. Okay. And she would just come through. She kicks through her confetti and just does a really cool pose. Oh. She's got fucking the foot gloves. Yeah. Ooh. She does. Wow. Meryl likes you. Yeah. Good girl. Um, like her whole... She is very much that cool girl next door that you're not like, ooh, maybe you want to date with her, but you're more just like, I want to be her. Oh, so she's not a Veronica. She's a Betty. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. For the people listening to the show who don't watch anime. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. And it's also important to note, she is a fucking dumbass. She really... <laughs> she is like... That's not even a bit. I love how much love you had. In, no, I know it's not a bit. Is uh-huh. that there was a lot of love in your voice when you were like, she's a fucking dumbass. I love her. She's so cool. 
but it's also important that. to recognize that yes. for someone that is very skilled in the ring and to at least go into a bit of the match um when it comes to that distinction between sort of like lighter centric um joshi and what you would might expect more again from stardom from other promotions mm-hmm. she very much brings in the adrenaline alongside shoko the two of them really go at it when they're able to mm-hmm. and there is a rush and there's an adrenaline that she brings into the matches once she feels it and it's very much that kind of like the idea of multiple intelligences she is not very intelligent with books or with what smart sort of a dumbass is she is she like a problematic dumbass or no is- it's more like if you asked her to like point out probably like that kind of dumbass you knew in school where if you asked them to point out like the county next to them, they wouldn't get it at all because they just did not bother to think about what was around the world around them. Oh, that's interesting, though, because she has to have spatial awareness in ring. Mm-hmm. She can do it in the ring. Spatial awareness in terms of I know what I need to get through my area, but it's like she would very much get lost in any kind of a setting. Any airport. Do so, not let her into the county fair. She will get <laughs> fucked up in the corn maze. So she's the Kota, is what you're saying. Yeah. I feel yeah. like I feel like we're kind of dancing bit. around like the very obvious comparison, but mm-hmm. she's the Kota. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can see that. You little say, meaner. You say Ace and I think of Tanahashi, but like Tanahashi has read a magazine. Yeah. I'm not gonna no no one's read a book. Tanahashi's read a magazine. But he read like a smart one. He read one copy of like he read a long form GQ article. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Nice. He he reads a little bit of the cut. <laughs> he knows what happened with Caroline Calloway. <laughs> oh my God! There's no way he doesn't know what happened with. Oh, oh is there any wrestler in TJPW who has like a Caroline Calloway gimmick or is close to it? I don't know. Saki Sama. No, she's too no. malicious in what she does. We have yet to see someone that is both a dipshit, but also very aware of how they manipulate the people around them. Yeah, that's that's evil. Like, I don't know. That's a person who's very aware. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah, no, Caroline Calloway is so evil. <laughs> God. Lord. Also, talking about Cal- Caroline Calloway on this show is sort of a tribute to Kath, so... <laughs> See you soon. Um, <laughs> but okay, there's no Caroline Calloway in TJPW, and there's no crying in baseball. Yes. Okay. Um, and speaking of baseball, we also have Mew Watanabe, the second Mew in sort of like the darker pink. She's also part of Up Up Girls, and she sort of also has transformed into this. Like I keep using synonymous things, but like has sort of become sort of like a buddy or a little sister to Miyu Yamashita. Okay. Full jacket with the kicks. Yes. Okay. And it's really interesting. No, this is helpful. Yeah, it's interesting to see that come into ring and especially with the way that she presents herself because uh, Watanabe is a hoss. She doesn't look like a hoss, but she's a fucking hoss. No, she mm-hmm. acted like a fucking hoss and that's yeah. what's important about being a hoss. The best spot or one of her unique things is that she's able to do a fucking giant swing Ooh, and yes. she sets that up anytime she can and she lets it spin and she is just a pleasure yeah she did it to shoko in this match mm-hmm. so. yeah this match also has like the cl- classic maki spots too where she's like slams her head around it is mm-hmm. it is i don't know if it's my confirmation bias or not i'm pretty sure it's not maki's just a fucking star like, yeah, absolutely. It's not just like, okay, she's she's one of the two that I know. It was like, she just gets in ring and she just has that fucking factor. And like, mm-hmm. I want her to tag with literally every person I like 
mm-hmm. on the indies and not even on the indies and like AEW and like Ring of Honor and like WWE. I want her to tag with all of my favorites. Yeah. I like I want her to tag with people who like I'm ambivalent about because mm-hmm. I want to see what that chemistry would be like because then it's like, oh, maybe I'll finally be into CM Punk if she if he tags with <laughs> yeah. Maki Ito. I see Maki as in the sort of similar like obviously very different energy um but sort of in the same way that i see orange cassidy where you know the major beats of a match but what really makes it is how it reacts to whoever else is in the ring how you know gimmicks are turned on each other um just really like how things are going to change up every time okay so i can see you know with maki one of the ones that we're going to link in the bonus is a youtube video of maki versus sue young which is amazing oh, that sounds like some great fuckery yeah sue young being this very different from the TJPW energy, but just like this horror from beyond the grave, spitting blood, you know, and versus Maki Ito, who is, you know, cute little girl that says fuck. I Um, love, but it's really fun. I do have to say Maverick, great choice in wife. It's as much as it is like, oh my God, I'm in love as much as it is. There are parts of you I want to adopt to my own lifestyle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) I really like her with the new like, shin guards or whatever the fuck yeah, she's I mean, got going the plaid, on the plot mm-hmm. is such an upgrade yeah not that the previous one was like anything bad but this goes for a whole new vibe it again it's what i modeled my graduation cap after it's like i helped you shop for those materials you did yeah. to go back to the idol me- metaphor uh well the gotcha game idol metaphor it's like the super rare upgrade for maki yep <laughs> don't don't worry you're not a gamer it's not gonna yeah it just it went right over my head it's i'm okay. really sorry it's okay. no no it's I'm fine i'm doing my best you guys <laughs> you're I am, trying i am trying i'm trying very hard but uh the like not just to t- i don't want to just talk about the maki spots in the yeah. show because there's some mm-hmm. really fucking good spots in this match yeah i just this one i would say i don't know i don't know if it i think this one was my favorite i'm yeah. not sure though it's like none of them were bad i just mm-hmm. like this match really was just kind of like well also like I understood the beats of everything more by the time I watched this one Mm -hmm. and was like oh this is like just a shitload of fun yeah yeah I definitely saw you know obviously this is the third match with Rika in it by pure coincidence (laughs) um but I saw we're all Rika fans here (laughs) um I saw a different side of her in this match because I noticed um Maki and Shoko, the kaiju, were facing off at first, and they were both, you know, Maki with her sort of rage style, uh, and Shoko wild and bouncy, but in more of like a playful way kind of thing, like that sort of rowdy. Um, And then Rika tags in, and she goes after Maki just like, bitch (laughs) just like she's out for blood um so there's obviously you know some stuff there and it was really interesting to see that particular side of rika just that little mean streak um so yeah and it's also cool to recognize that again with the rotating roster with people just having to change alignment with one another at the drop of a hat it's mm-hmm. not so much that you're a face or heel in this dynamic it's more so who am i cool with who am i maybe not as cool with mm-hmm. yeah i kind of noticed okay the first match definitely had like face heel dynamics but the other two not so much which i thought was really interesting well no the second one has 
actually, I would say more definitive. Oh, yes, yeah. absolutely. Again, I'm going to start that over. <laughs> start it's okay. Over. All right. Um, three, two, one. Yeah, I would say, I mean, the second match has definitive face heel, ta- face heel dynamics. The other two, I mean, like the first one definitely does, but it's a little more like subtle and fun and you kind of want to root for the hot girls. Uh, mm-hmm. But like this one didn't really have face heel dynamics as much as it did just like we're fucking partying. Let's go. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you have um, Mew and Hikari who are both in Up Up Girls on opposite sides God, of the, so um, <laughs> yeah, of opposite sides of the conflict. Um, so it is a little bit more of, uh, and you see them go against each other and they're more or less kind of evenly matched. I noticed that they were pretty measured. Um wrestling with each other but yeah you definitely get more of a, a friendly fight vibe uh from most of them um <laughs> but um yeah cool the final thing we watched was um i didn't get to watch all of it because i managed my time poorly uh <laughs> but the final thing we watched was the ddt championship match right mm-hmm. which was very helpful because it had like a full intro video for every character in it so i'm gonna go back and watch it later Mm -hmm. but if you guys want to tell us a little bit about that yeah i will say that um again with this this is on the actual ddt website behind the paywall uh but we have timestamps for it and uh, i did link the uh ddt english thread so you get a little bit of translation but even if you didn't understand what was being said the three um reels that precede this match which is against uh Mew and Mew uh versus Niobe Shikigun so you're seeing these people that we've discussed before coming together when the stakes are a little bit higher so first you have uh Mew um and hers is sort of a semi-professionally produced montage and it's very inspirational she's talking about how she was originally going to be training for an idol and she wasn't going to be, you know, they were asking her if she was going to be a serious wrestler and then talking about how she worked hard and this is what she wants to do. An idol who is also a wrestler and it's very feel good. Uh, and then you get to Neo Bishikigun, which is set in this goth parlor, everything black curtains, uh, one of those black chaise lounges, um, you know, you have Saki kind of lounging, you have Misao leaning forward on the cane looking menacing, and it's very much, there are titles on the screen in the Neon Genesis Evangelion font, which was a choice, um, but it's very much, I don't understand, you know, why they're even bothering, they're going back and forth, calling them names like Cockroach and Pelican, <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's very again just like mean goth opulence but Mev you want to say something and then to round this all out you just have Miu Yamashita who I mentioned before is a fucking dumbass oh my god I loved it out in the woods <laughs> and her only like thing that she says is Antonio Inoki said I had a strong shin and that I'm gonna go far Mew, are you ready for this? Like, this looked like it was filmed maybe on somebody's iPhone or something. Like, she's standing in the woods in the dark. There are crickets. It's just like, did she forget and just run outside somewhere? What is this? It's very, like sort of indie wrestling tough guy i've definitely seen like promos like this posted to you know facebook and twitter for smaller promotions but it was just again 
even if you're coming into this totally blind between those three, you get a very good sense of what we've got coming to the table. Um, so I, I would definitely recommend watching those before the actual match. And then for the match itself, it's one of the longer ones. So Tokyo Joshi really has a quick vibe to it. The matches that we had talked about prior are usually like 10, 15 minutes. Mm -hmm. This with the promo package and matches and all grounds itself out to half an hour. So no, you are not going to get your indie darling 45 minute knockout specials, but that's (laughs) fine. (laughs) Not everything needs to be that. So fucking over that is a concept. And it's really (laughs) your fucking indie darling 45 minute knockout special. I'm tired and I just want to see people like get into it. And so this has mm-hmm. a slow build at first, but then you get the energy going through. And a lot of the story is between sort of having like your leader versus leader in Saki Sama and Miyu Yamashita, mm-hmm. and then their second in command, Miyu Watanabe and Misao, and mm-hmm. sort of just making sure that um, other attempts at trying to dethrone so neo bishikigun is the current uh tokyo joshi princess tag champs in this scenario and they've really just been hoisting that idea of we're the best no one can stop us so when you pair them against two powerhouses Mm -hmm. a lot of that comes into the idea of like how much can each person hold off on their own and it's really coming down to a battle of stamina Mm -hmm. of willpower and just having to be deceptive enough where the ending of the sequence is uh, Mew being able to have a lot more one-on-one play with Saki-sama, getting mm-hmm. her in the giant swing, getting her ready to yes. set up the finisher. But then Misao is able to come through, connect, starts doing some double teaming with Saki-sama. Mm-hmm. And then for a good chunk of it, it's just Misao and Watanabe. Misao being able to overpower as Saki-sama has... Yamashita restrained in the side mm-hmm. and all she can do is just like watch and cry out for Wazanabe to try and hold her own and Misao hits her finisher gets the three count and is able to still say we're on top we're the best fuck mm-hmm. you yeah. oh, that's awesome um, I was really impressed when Mio was spinning Saki because to get somebody that tall off the ground and sustain it, and of course seeing Saki getting owned in such a way, you know, another one thousand years of jail for Mio. Um, <laughs> I liked, but yeah, it seemed to me um, that, like Mev was saying, um, you know, a lot of it is Mio and Saki. I definitely see saw a lot playing off of the intro video of Mew, like having worked hard, wanting to prove herself. She's really kind of being put through the ringer here. Um, You know, you definitely see her get messed up. Um, Misao is getting downright vicious with the spots with the rose cane. Um, There was a beautiful moment uh, with Saki-sama where she puts Mew in a paradise lock, or at least what I read as a paradise lock. And then sits on top of her very daintily, crosses one leg, tosses her hair, and it's just, it was fantastic. It was a very good, like, character point. And just, she's so mean, and I love her. (laughs) (laughs) She's so mean, and I love her. It's like a very relatable statement. Um, And, but yeah, um, with... um, you know, Misao wins the match for them with the finisher that is called the Venitas, uh, which 
I would love to believe is a Kingdom Hearts reference. Uh, the way it actually looks is she lifts her opponent upside down and she's got her feet, you know, apart to brace herself. Uh, but the victim's legs, you know, usually spread apart. And so it does form a big X with both of their bodies. But what it probably means um, is the painting style, which is basically... Um, as with all of her move names, they're very like goth and threatening. So Vanitas is a still life with a skull in it just to like remind you that you're going to die. You know, uh, one of her moves is also the DS era, um, which means I think day of destruction. Uh, it's also the name of her theme song and it's just this very old, like operatic. You've got the chorus, you've got this big orchestral, like it feels like there's a storm rolling in. It's very serious. Um, and then at the end, you know, you get Saki-sama praising uh, Misao in a very way, a good way of like, very good, you've done your job, you know, yes, good work. That's sort of very authoritative, you know, good pet kind of thing as she's, you know, placing the belts on Misao. So again, that very like sinister vibe, which is great. That sounds like it fucking rocks. And I'm going to watch that mm -hmm. now that you have sold us on it. Yeah. And I hope everyone else listening to it watches it too. Because mm -hmm. it'll that, be linked in our episode notes. Yeah. That show on the whole, like this is the, obviously the last match of the show. Um, and we focused on this one in part because you've seen Miu and Miu. You've seen Yobishikigun in other circumstances. And you're getting to see all that like coming together and progress. Um, so like if you like all the other stuff is on YouTube for free. So if you like that and you do want to take the plunge, this is where I would start. But this show also has um, the inaugural International Princess Championship. All the championships uh, have princess in the title, by the way. And they're all the new belts that they just <laughs> rolled out are very cute. It's like a nice pastel pink, a blue, a mint green. They're all just I love them. Um there's also, I mentioned uh, Maki versus Sue Young. Uh, there's a match with Yuka Sakazaki, who um, we didn't really mention, but if you've seen AEW, uh, you've probably seen her in a rumble and her very distinctive entrance music. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But uh, she has a match against Sue Young and it's also worth watching because it just goes places. Like there are set pieces in that match that you would not expect to see in this uh you know tables are brought out balconies are jumped off of it's nuts um but yeah that show on the whole that single show has a lot of good stuff in it that i would recommend cool um is that our tjpw episode for now i think it is i think it is i would um, say so mm -hmm. uh kirby where can people follow you on twitter i am on twitter at Dude Ruiner. <laughs> Maverick, where can people follow you on baby Twitter? <laughs> you can follow me on baby Twitter at... My Twitter is at Mavsplaniamania. It's better than what it was before. I finally <laughs> hit 300 followers. Oh my God, congrats! Yes. Thanks. Big time shout out to Emily Pratt. You were the 300th follower. Oh my Yay. God. Yeah. Friend of the show. Friend yes. of the show. You chose this. I'm sorry, but... <laughs> 
we're, we're gonna work through this together um as for me you can follow me on twitter in several locations really at mine rachel millman you can follow the show at wrestlesplania you can support the show at patreon.com slash wrestlesplania where we have episode guides we have bonus episodes for a mere dollar you can access our wonderful wonderful discord where you can hang out with all sorts of cool like-minded not hateful wrestling fans and uh more often than not uh with mention with the discord kirby and i are very much active members of it yes it's how we became friends (laughs) yes you know and realistically um if you ever end up getting a part of the discord that's also where we end up doing a lot of our live watches. And yeah. on the live events channel, that's where we get things set up. It's either a TJBW live show. I know this weekend, if you want to get that Patreon sub in, or actually it'll be too late from that, but in the past, <laughs> so in the past we have done watches. He's vamping, everybody. Yes. In the past we've done watches of the uh, Toru Yano VT, YTR VTR videos. We've done... I'm av- still sad I missed that. They're doing a rewatch of Senrio Pearl and there's still hope. You got to move this weekend. But yeah. there are a lot of things like it's a very active community. We finally have our own gamer channel because we-, <laughs> we annoyed everyone else in the general entertainment channel. And all the music people are like, can we please? It was Fire Emblem that broke everyone. It was it was a bad anyway, scene. <laughs> now anyway. that we've said it's a bad scene, I think you should join. Yeah. If you are listening and you enjoy this conversation, yes. you would enjoy being in the Discord. Um, please join the Patreon. It's lovely. There's the discord there's a lot of good bonus content and rachel has so many more mouths to feed now with this extended dais <laughs> i have a job now so i'll be okay um but <laughs> we love you very much and we'll talk to you next time bye, bye. goodbye